0: Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and his name shall be called the Prince of Peace. with you. you. Good evening and a very warm welcome to St Bride's to our service of Midnight Mass this Christmas night. Wherever you are in the world and however you're listening to us, we hope that you will feel that you are very much part of the St Bride's family. Brothers and sisters in Christ, let us pray that God our Father will bless this crib and that all who worship his Son, born of the Virgin Mary, may come to share his life in glory. God our Father, on this night, your Son, (coughs) Jesus Christ, was born of the Virgin Mary for us and for our salvation. Bless this crib, which we have prepared to celebrate that holy birth. May all who see it be strengthened in faith and receive the fullness of life that he came to bring, who is alive and reigns forever. Amen. Let us pray. We say together, almighty God, To whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. When the Lord comes, he will bring to light the things now hidden in darkness, and will disclose the purposes of the heart. Therefore, in the light of Christ, let us confess our sins. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. Eternal God, who made this most holy night to shine with the brightness of your one true light, bring us who have known the revelation of that light on earth to see the radiance of your heavenly glory. Through Jesus Christ, your son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen.
1: The Old Testament reading is taken from Isaiah, chapter 52, beginning at the seventh verse. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of the messenger who announces peace, who brings good news, who announces salvation, who says to Zion, Your God reigns. Listen, your sentinels lift up their voices. Together they sing for joy. For in plain sight they see the return of the Lord to Zion. Break forth together into singing, you ruins of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations. And all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: The epistle is taken from Paul's letter to the Hebrews, chapter 1, beginning at the first verse. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by a son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he also created the worlds. He is the reflection of God's glory and the exact imprint of God's very being, and he sustains all things by his powerful word. When he had made purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the Majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
2: Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came for testimony, to bear witness to the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light came to bear witness to the light the true light that enlightens every man was coming into the world he was in the world and the world was made through him yet the world knew him not he came to his own home and his own people received him not but to all who receive him who believe in his name he gave power to become children of god Who were born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh nor of the will of man but of God and the word became flesh and dwelt among us full of grace and truth we have beheld his glory glory as of the only son from the father this is the gospel of the lord
0: In the name of the living God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Earlier this month, I was invited to take part in a discussion on talk radio. The basic premise of which was given the terrible impact that COVID was going to have on our celebration of Christmas this year, wouldn't we be better off just canceling the whole thing and moving Christmas to Easter time instead. Now, it is certainly the case that many of the things that we have come to associate with a normal Christmas, all those big social gatherings and office parties that have become such a feature of the festive season, will simply not be happening this year. But is the point of Christmas really to be found in social gatherings and office parties? By all means, move those kinds of celebratory events to next year. That makes perfect sense. But that aside, it seems to me that we have more reason and more need to mark Christmas right now, at the very end of a difficult and challenging December, and a very difficult and challenging year than ever before. Here in the Northern Hemisphere, Christmas falls at the very heart of the darkest, bleakest, coldest month of the year. At the very time that we are most in need of a glimpse of light and hope, we're given a simple but authentic reminder that this too will pass that a new year lies ahead of us that will bring with it new life and new hope. And today on Christmas Eve, that seasonal transformation has in fact already just begun. Three days ago was the shortest day of the year, which means that even though we cannot yet see it, we can know that the days will now slowly start getting longer and the darkness of these long winter nights will at last begin to recede. But of course, Christmas is far more than simply a reminder of the turning of the year at a time when we most need cheering up. Because what gives Christmas its true heart and depth and meaning is a story. A story that transcends history, culture, and geography. A story that has the power to touch and transform the human heart. A story that reminds us that it is possible for us to live differently and for the world to be a different kind of place. No amount of social gatherings or office parties have the power to do that. And it is a remarkable, surprising, And also we should remember profoundly shocking tale. It is so easy to forget quite how outrageous the Christmas story and the claims that it makes truly are. The idea that the God of love should come to us in person is wild enough. But to come to us as a tiny child Conceived out of wedlock and born in an animal shed in an obscure backwater of the Roman Empire, nobody in their right minds could possibly make it up. But in a way, that is surely the point, because this is not a human story. It is a story testifying to the ways of God, which are emphatically and consistently not our ways. And the reason why the Saviour of the world, the Prince of Peace, comes to us as a vulnerable, helpless child is because it is a gift that requires something of us. Because unless we are moved to respond to that gift and to open our hearts to that amazing child, It will end up being just another story about just another child. And our world and our own small place within it will, as a result, continue completely unchanged. We will forget that life can be different and that our lives can be transformed until the next time that that amazing story comes round. In a Christmas address many years ago, the former Anglican Archbishop of Jerusalem, George Appleton, who died in 1993, reflected on an experience that he had in the 1940s on a visit to this country. He wrote this. Shortly after the end of the Second World War, I was in England for a few weeks and visited Canterbury. At a somewhat Spartan luncheon, I sat next to the then Archdeacon of Canterbury, who told me about the bombing of that city. He said that after the bombing, there was an amazing spirit of love. Everyone was helpful, every door was open, everyone took care of his neighbour, food was shared. Every home became a shelter. Nobody was allowed to be homeless, cold, hungry or lonely. For two days, he said, Canterbury was the most Christian city in the world. He then added sadly, it didn't last. Appleton then continues, Christmas Day and Boxing Day are days when we want everyone to be happy. When the spirit of Christmas is in millions of hearts. When the deprived, the homeless, the disabled, the hungry, the lonely and the sad are cared for. Non-Christians, lapsed Christians, many who have never heard the Christmas story, join in the celebration and joy of Christmas. For a few hours, The world is what God wants it to be, what we humans would like it to be. Christmas is a time when we buy bikes for our children and send greeting cards to people we would otherwise never stop to think about and, in the absence of pandemic restrictions, make time for challenging elderly relatives and go and have a drink with the next-door neighbour we seldom see, and we give to charity with a generosity that perhaps escapes us throughout the rest of the year. Many people may even have forgotten these days why we do those things. But the reason is that God's precious gift to us in that small child on that first Christmas night inspires us to emulate that same generosity of heart and spirit. Appleton observed that during those short days of Christmas each year, when we strive to behave that bit differently, we really can glimpse the world as God meant it to be, but his closing words leave us with a very significant challenge. Can we pledge ourselves to extend the spirit of Christmas into every day of the new year? I wonder. Merry Christmas. Amen. Let us now stand and affirm our faith in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, We believe in one holy catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray.
3: The response to the bidding, Jesus, light of the world, is Come Scatter the Darkness. So we say together, Jesus, light of the world, come scatter the darkness. O God, as we prepare for Christmas, may we be ready for your coming to us. We give thanks to you for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ into our world and into our lives. Give all your people the courage to tell the Gospel story and proclaim your presence and love. Jesus, light of the world, come scatter the darkness. Praying for the nations of the world, for this nation, for the Middle East, we ask for peace on the earth and goodwill among all people, that we may learn to accept your peace, share your peace, and live your peace. Jesus, light of the world, come scatter the darkness. Praying especially for the victims of COVID-19, we remember all those who are ill at home or in hospital, and those who struggle in any way. We pray for their carers, their doctors and nurses. And in a moment of silence, we remember those who have asked for our prayers. Jesus, light of the world, Come scatter the darkness. We give thanks that Jesus came down to lift us up, that he lived that we might not die. We remember loved ones departed from us in the fullness of your kingdom, and especially all those whose anniversaries of death fall at this time. Jesus, light of the world, come scatter the darkness. O God, angels and shepherds worshipped at the manger throne. Receive the worship we offer in fellowship with Mary, Joseph and the saints. Through him who is your word made flesh, our Saviour Jesus Christ. As we say together, Merciful Father,
4: accept Accept these prayers prayers for for the the sake sake of of your Son, son, our Saviour Jesus Jesus Christ. Christ. Amen. Amen.
0: Will you please stand? Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and his name shall be called the Prince of Peace. The peace of the Lord be always with you, It is indeed right, it is our duty and our joy at all times and in all places to give you thanks and praise, Holy Father, Heavenly King, Almighty and Eternal God, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. And now we give you thanks, because by the power of the Holy Spirit, he took our nature upon him and was born of the Virgin Mary, his mother. That being himself without sin, he might make us clean from all sin. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and singing. <laughs> Made once for all upon the cross we proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension we look for the coming of his kingdom and with this bread and this cup we make the memorial of christ your son our lord great is the mystery of faith christ has died christ is risen christ will come again accept through him our great high priest This, our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your Spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. in one bread. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ which he gave for you and his blood which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. We do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness and that we may evermore dwell in him and he in us. Let us pray. God, our Father, in this night, you have made known to us again, the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Confirm our faith and fix our eyes on him until the day dawns and Christ, the morning star rises in our hearts. To him be glory both now and forever, amen. Gathered into one, things earthly and heavenly, fill you with peace and goodwill, and make you partakers of the divine nature. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.